0: Welcome to the Not So Famous Podcast. I'm Gabriel. I'm Jeremiah. And (laughs) this is episode 54? I have no idea. 54, 55, maybe 56. 52. Whatever it says right there is what our episode is. Whatever you clicked on, that's our episode.
1: You say 52?
0: I have no idea. I don't think we're 52.
1: I think we're 53.
0: I'm saying 55, 55. No,
1: 54, 54. Okay.
0: 54. Um. So, but it is December twenty eighth. It's been a few weeks.
1: It's the twenty ninth. Is it? Tw- yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Twenty twenty one. It's I a. Think. It's a
1: time between Christmas and New Year's. where you really don't know what day it is.
0: It's kind of a blank. You yeah. just kind of like. It, it feels like this like, like this empty area. Yeah. You know, it's like. Can we just call ourselves a new year already? I'm going to start prepping to write down 2021. I have. Because I know in my documents, I'm going to be writing and stuff like I'm going to put 2020. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought I made that mistake before. I'm like, did I put 2021 when it was still 2020?
1: You know, I didn't make the mistake from 19 to 20. No? No, because they're so different. That's true. It's like, oh, this is 20. mm Yeah. Twenty twenty to 21 yeah. Probably make the mistake.
0: I probably will. Oh. Well, hopefully 2021 is going to be a better year than 2020. It's
1: not going to be. No, a better it's not. Year. It's no. not going to be better at all. No,
0: it's not. We all hope and say it is, but I think that's just to make us feel good.
1: Well, it's like what's going to happen on the 6th of January when senators all go in there and all the electors and all that? What's going to happen? Hopefully, Civil War that'd be fun yeah start off with a bang
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) welcome 2021 (laughs) you can finally drink now oh 2020 can finally drink that's not a good that's not a good thing oh um 2021 hold my beer (laughs) yeah 2021 is be drinking twisted tea and you, you saw that video right no you didn't see that video no
1: Oh. No, I didn't.
0: No, no, you didn't. <laughs> it's the video. Are you British. Oh, yeah, I know. It Came out a little bit. <laughs> uh, no, so like, well, we'll touch on this very briefly because actually, this this video actually pisses me off, uh, and not because of the content in the video. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's really the video pisses me off. It's news pissed me off because this became the forefront. Is that that thing where the guy hit him? Yeah, the guy got yeah, oh. a uh, twisted Tina's hand and just. What was that? The all guy about? deserved it. The guy deserved it. The, this dude was calling the this uh this black dude an N-word and it's really pissing him off and the dude was really? just like Yeah, the dude drops his twisted T on the guy. Yeah, ground.
1: I saw I all and, I saw was the thing goes down and he picks up and he's like BAM
0: Oh dude, yeah, but that other guy he was like the white dude was just pissing him off, man. He was just being a jerk. He was just saying the N-word and he just wham him right across the face. Because he trying to kick in his can, man. Yeah, I saw yeah, he that. Was, he was chill and stuff. But then he was like, uh, that, that, you know, put the icing on the cake. That would have pissed me off too. He, well, and he, and he, yeah. you know, he starts, you did you see the rest of the video? No. Oh, he starts, it. Black dude starts beating the crap out of him. And I'm just like, yeah, beat the crap out of him, man. He, that guy deserved it. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, he's just like, no one ever called me that again, you know. And I'm like, yeah, dude, that white dude really <laughs> got his yeah. butt kicked. And he deserved that.
1: I was like, hell yeah. That's what... Talk crap. That's how it goes. <laughs> right? And justice is served. Um, But that video pissed me off. I bet you, that guy never got in a fight in his life. The white guy. And was probably one of these guys that's just like entitled. Probably. Yeah, we want to talk about entitlement. That guy probably was.
0: Yeah. Um, and... Weird thing is, is you saw the twisted T blow up. Mm-hmm. What you don't where where did it all go? It just kind of
1: disappeared. It was like a really good pop too. Yeah, it was like I, that's all I saw. So I saw the guy drops the can. It's just like a little video. Drops the can. The guy tries to kick the other guy tries to kick it. He picks it up and it's just bam, and it just goes. Just repeats that like hit on the face. So
0: That was a good hit. That was a it good was hit. It was a fantastic hit. Yeah. And I saw a meme that popped up. I might have shared it to you, or maybe I shared it to Jack and says it was like a meme that was just like an advertisement for twisted tea. It says nothing hits harder than twisted tea. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. And uh, the whole thing was actually an advertisement. Yeah. Like it right. wasn't real. Actually I started seeing twisted tea advertisements on Facebook now. Really? Yeah. Jeez. And I'm just like Really? But what pissed me off, though, is... We're going to make bank off this one. Yeah, right? Yeah, poor Corona's like, why can't we get anything good like that? (laughs) All we got (laughs) was a stupid virus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I saw so much stuff about that specific thing, about that whole Twisted Tea, can-of-the-face video over the terrorist attack that took place...
1: Oh, in Nashville.
0: In Nashville. And... Nobody really knows anything about it. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like a quiet kind of thing.
1: Yeah. it was re- Okay. So I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but. <laughs> but let's get into the mind of Jeremiah. So apparently this is what's being said about where that was exploded is like there is some stuff about election stuff that was supposed to be like at one of those buildings.
0: Really? I didn't know yeah. about that.
1: So, I just read... This was like just one article, right? Like, I would have to go find it. But they they talked about how at one of these buildings, that's where like election stuff was being held. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it blew up, right? Okay. If you just hear that, it's like, well, maybe that's a conspiracy. Like, just a whatever. Except two days later, at another place that held... Um, election stuff, burned to the ground. Really? Yeah. So two places that were supposedly having election stuff blew just gone.
0: Yeah, but this was in Tennessee, right? Right. But was Tennessee even a part of a
1: dispute with... No. It's just like where things were... Oh. I don't know. I don't like... right it that's just what the articles said mm-hmm. like one i read one article that's like oh yeah this is had, this place had something to do with the elections and then i read another article about a a fire and it said this place had um the same thing hmm. and then in tennessee like a day later a box truck had a very similar thing to the rv i saw that
0: and they caught the guy Oh, and did I they? I think he's. They're gonna get him for like two or three count felony counts. Okay. For I
1: I forgot what they were for, but, um, it was like dang. Yeah. Because I was just wondering, like, because someone's like, it's copycat. I'm like, how fast can a copycat do that? Yeah, it's a pretty fast copycat. Yeah. You got to be
0: like, oh, that's a great idea. We're going to Home Depot right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know? just happen to have the bombs.
0: Yeah. I just happen to get all this fertilizer yeah. and you know or. All this perfect equipment to make a bomb in my truck. Right. You
1: know, it, it doesn't make sense. Um, Speaking of which, I do have fertilizer and sulfur. And because we're going to make black powder.
0: Is that legal? Yeah. Oh, you can actually make your own black powder? Yeah.
1: Oh. It's not like, like it's going to burn. It's not like uh, bullet grain. Oh, okay. But it's Why like, do you need that? Oh, we're teaching the kids like. Revolutionary oh, War, Civil oh, War cool, stuff. Oh, cool, yeah. So we're going to make black powder. Nice. Yeah, so we bought it. We haven't done anything with it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Just waiting for those bombs. Uh, <laughs> just kidding, ATF. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this <is> just kidding. <laughs> if you're going to come after me, come after me for bump stocks. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have those. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> Mine
0: <laughs> fell into a lake. <laughs> fell into a lake in uh, <laughs> northern Alaska. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um you should show them like what it actually like a flintlock pistol. Well, my dad has a musket. Oh, does he? Yeah, from I believe it's from the 1800s. Nice. Um still fireable. Really? Yeah. Take really good care of it. Really good, good. Yeah. So, yeah, but he always brings it down and then I <laughs> always forget to like show the kids. I think yeah. It's really cool.
0: It's like authentic to the 1800s. Yeah. Really, that's pretty yeah. awesome.
1: Um, and then he has, he bought the, the my mom bought him this because in California, so you need a background check right for any firearm purchase unless it's a black powder gun. Really? Yeah, you can buy a black powder gun. It's a 18 something navy. Mm. I don't know. Um, you can buy them. They're like 150 to like 250 somewhere in that and then you can convert them to an actual like modern day cartridge really yeah for like 50 bucks really yeah so for about 300 bucks you have a revolver
0: an unregistered revolver
1: yeah in california whoa yeah i'm not saying that's what he did Of course not <laughs> But yeah it's a pretty cool gun <laughs> He told me He's like I wanted to see how it fired So he has a little shop right mm-hmm. And so he has bullet board Because they um, They do like work on Tons of different places uh, He They did this job For the FBI And they had bullet board and so he took some because they had extra. So he took some home and he's like, I want to see like how the bullet board would do it and the new gun. So, it, and his, um, his room where he does all, cause he built, right? Built whoa, 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 whoa. So well, hold he,
0: on, I don't want to beat you to this sis, already, but are you, do you tell me he's going to shoot his gun
1: in his house? No, not his house. His in workshop. His yeah, his workshop. Where shop. is his
0: shop located
1: at? It don't matter. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so it's... His shop is half the size of this office. Like, it's a small shop. Really? Yeah. And so, he gets on one side and shoots it. It's a black powder gun. Yeah, I know! It <laughs> just <laughs> smokes him out. Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious. He's like, yeah, I had to open a window. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Neighbors are like, man, he's smoking it up in
1: there. Yeah, he's hot boxing that thing. <laughs> oh so, man, um, <laughs> how the how the the board do? Oh, fantastic! Really? Yeah, I never heard of that stuff. Yeah, so it's a, it's it's not it's basically concrete, is what it is. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's has all these fibers in it to stop bullets. Nice. And so it can take a lot of beating. Wow. Yeah. So did it penetrate or no i want to say it didn't penetrate but did it like it just absorbed it so okay. it didn't go through um so and it's still he actually i think he took it up to his property and he built this range it's a two person range so it's not very wide mm-hmm. um and then but it's like a 100 yards so he can shoot rifle and at the end of it he has railroad ties and behind that, he has the bullet board. And behind that, it's a mound okay. of dirt. So that way he doesn't go past it. It's in a little valley that is on his property. Right, okay. So it's pretty cool. Nice. Um, I haven't been up there since they did it. This is in the... In Arizona. Oh, Arizona, okay. Yeah.
0: I didn't know if it was in communist California. No. no. That's because that's pretty bally. Yeah, I going to do this out
1: here. I was going to
0: say, your dad's got some...
1: Yeah. Or titanium. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just cling, cling.
1: <laughs> but, um... Uh, uh, yeah, so... That's... Yeah. Nice. But, uh...
0: Christmas was yeah. just last week. Did you have a good Christmas? I did. I got this shirt. Nice. It's a nice shirt. Yeah. Because uh, I was going to ask. You
1: got get What did Santa bring you for Christmas? Okay. So... I got this shirt. I got a hat. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was nice. I saw that. So, always get advertisements right on Facebook. So, I found this. I saw this hat. And... <laughs> Is that where like your entire family does our Christmas shopping at? Yeah. Right on Facebook? Yep. Um, so, I got this hat. Uh-huh. And it looked cool because it, I thought it was wood. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's plastic. Like the emblem. Oh, okay. And so, it's pl- actually... No, I didn't bring it. Oh. Um but yeah I mean it's a nice hat it's it's big like it's one of those flex hats and so it's like I hate those hats just because if you don't get the exact right type mm-hmm. it's going to be too big like this hat um, when I coached for scholars high school um, they had the same type of hat so it was just like a little big and so it slightly protrudes on the outside and it's like mm-hmm. you know so it needs to be like taken in um but it's a nice hat and then i got a shooting tree nice so what is it rated uh i so i asked the guy it's pistol caliber um but i asked the guy i'm like hey so okay so let me let me put this in context okay so we go up to havasu and marika is like hey let's go to the gun shop which is really weird that's a so, fantastic life you have i know so this is weird stuff so marika is really like getting into guns
0: is it kind of scary
1: no, it's very attractive, actually. <laughs> um, turns me off. Um, but, so, but no, so, she, like, we went down, right, a right. couple of weeks ago, and she's like, here's 200 bucks, go buy ammo. And I'm like, wow, like, someone gave us this money for Christmas, right? And so she's like, yeah, go buy ammo. She, she
0: gave you money to get ammo. Yeah. Dude, your and, wife is awesome. Yeah,
1: so I spent 150 bucks. Because that's all I needed. Because remember, the, right. you can only get so much. Which is stupid. So I got the most I could get. Um, So we go up to Havasu, and she's like, let's go to the gun shop, see if we can buy some ammo. Which I'm like, oh, fantastic. So we go to one. They have nothing. I mean, nothing. Really? Yeah. He's like, I have one 9 millimeter bullet, and he pulls it out. Really? Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's all right. But it, it looks like... $20! Like, yeah. <laughs> So, cheaper than dirt. Um, and so, I'm like, uh, you know, I saw some magazines. I want to su- I always want to support small gun shops when I can, mm-hmm. you know. So, I found these two mag- magazines. One uh, said, just the tip, which I thought was funny. Um, and then the other one says, don't Californian- Californianize my Arizona. So, that I bought two magazines. Oh, those um, are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, for, for the AR, which I did get. Someone gave me an AR. Um um they sold it to me um uh, and but so that got destroyed in the house fire right yeah, it is yeah. yeah. sad sad thing. sad thing um but then, so we go to another one um southwestern arms mm-hmm. or uh whatever it is yeah, and um i've always actually had bad experiences with this this shop mm. um the the two guys that I've dealt with, one of them was there. Um, and both of them have been jerks to me, like just rude. Really? Uh, yeah. And and I don't understand why. Like, um, I'm not the I'm not the most informed guy with every gun, but I asked them. Like, what did I ask? First time I went in there was, oh, it wasn't even about a gun. It was about getting Marika um, her CCW, and they were just rude, you know. But it was a uh, the only time she could go was through them. So that's why she went So anyways So begrudgingly I went there, right? Because it was an easy access. We were in a bigger we were in, we we're borrowing someone's truck. So we we pulled in there and we go in and I ask him. Hey, do you have any? Um, like two two three five five six because or nine millimeter or what do you have and they're like all out of nine they did have some selection of other stuff. I called you and I was trying to remember if it was three fifty seven. Yeah. And like,
0: nobody nope, had three seventy five. Yeah. And I was like,
1: There's three seventy five. 75 yeah. That's why I'm like, I think it was three fifty seven, but it's three seventy five here, so I'm like anyway, so and then the guy goes, I have two boxes of five five six and but they're green tips. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think they were like twenty bucks. A piece, I'm like, I'll I'll get them, you know. I want to shoot through, you know, walls, um, and so I, but that guy, we we started looking around because I wanted to see what what uh, guns they had mm-hmm. because um for that lady that she wants to buy a, a pistol, and so I was trying to see what they had, and I they had the the M&P Shield in 380, so I called them. By the time all that was done, I think the owner of the place was there and he comes out from the back and he's like, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I'm going to buy your five, five, six. And at, he's like, okay, um, well, they're 20 bucks, uh, 20 bucks a piece. Um, I'll give them to you for 35 for both boxes. Okay. That's great. You know, um, say five bucks. And then the, the Marika's looked you know, just staying behind me, and there's a tree set up. And she goes, "Why don't we buy that?" That out of the blue, she just no, no. Okay, so we've been talking about two years okay. about getting a tree, and um, and so but she she just looks over and she's like, "Why don't we use the last of the money that was gifted to us through the church, um, and and buy this tree? We've been wanting it for you know a while." So I'm like. Sure. And it's 3 29 or something. And so uh, I tell the guy, we're going to buy that tree too. He goes, okay, I'll give it to you for 3 dollars um, three I'm like, cool. Merry Christmas. Yeah. And so he's like, I got a brand new one in the back. It just shipped. So it's it's in the case and everything, and it's still in the box. I said, Cool. Bring it. We'll take it. Nice. Um yeah, so we saved like 25 bucks or something. And now we have a tree. Haven't shot it yet. But so I asked the guy, I'm like, "So, pistol caliber, can this be shot by um is it rated for um for rifle?" He goes, "Well, if you're far enough away and you don't use those green tips." I'm like, I wasn't going to, (laughs) but now you gave me an idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you got to experiment, right? Right, right. I I mean, maybe it won't. Maybe it will. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, you have to experiment in case something happens.
1: Right. Civil war. So, yeah. So, I'm like, I wonder if I was at 200 yards if we could do that. That would be a hard, hard um, game. Is is it... uh, so I'm guessing it's it's got a nice
0: play at the bottom, to, like stand. And it, is it the one like I guess yeah, pole with what's to say a pole? It's a lot thicker. Yeah, than that. it's but is, um, it, is it veed yeah. in the front, so when the round hits it, it'll... right. Phew. And then it, does it have
1: yeah? That swing. That swing. Yeah. So there's six total. Um. So three on each side. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it sits at an angle like this. Um. So you stand over here and you're shooting this way. So it's like this. So it's angled down and it's it's got the um, we always call it angle metal, um, but it's a, a, a ninety degree mm-hmm. um, thing. So yeah. So it it dings it off and down. And so it it looks nice. Can't wait to. We're gonna go out either New Year's Day or New Year's Eve and Is go it, shoot. Are the plates colored? They're yellow, um, but the yellow paint has been like chipped off in, in transition. So, so just buy some spray paint because yeah. that's what we did. And
0: then over time, when you're shooting it, the spray paint's going to get messed up. So just spray over it again so you can tell if you're shooting it or not. Of course, you'll hear right. it too, which is the best part about those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so all you got to do is just hear it, you know you hit it. Right. Um, which is great for also siding in rifles, too. I mean, if you want. Really precise, you want paper, you know, of course. Right. But if you really want to just know if that like you're in the ballpark,
1: mm-hmm. that's good too. Um which raika wants to do a, a rifle course.
0: Oh a front sight. Yeah. Man, you gotta have your wife talk to my fiance. Yeah. Just
1: kinda like it took we're in our sixteenth year marriage. Mm-hmm. So there you go no 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 it's gotta be a lot
0: faster <laughs> yeah you know what's funny is when you on sunday when you were talking about your wife wanting to go to front sight and stuff uh during the sermon and my mom leans over to me she goes man i really you know came a long way from shooting mm-hmm. you know and i'm like i know like dang yeah <laughs> you know i was like i'm really proud of your wife but I'm really shocked that she's like, here's money. Go buy some ammunition.
1: Yeah. Man, this is a
0: Second Amendment family right here.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. Well, you know, it's crazy. So she, she mentioned doing the rifle course. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, any money that comes in for, for me for Christmas, I'm going to buy an upper, right? And I'm going to buy like a 20. So my... AR-15 is a 16 inch and it's just a it's Panther arms um, just a it's a cheap one I, I bought it for like 300 bucks you know mm-hmm. it's, it's a good rifle but it's only a 223 I can't shoot the 556 um, so it's a cheap I, I put an M-lock um, rail on it because I don't like the the cheap plastic ones that, so um, but everything else about it I really like it shoots well you know and everything um, so I told Marika I have a lower because I have an AR pistol so I have a lower I'm like I'll just buy the upper and I'll get like a 20 inch you know so my it'll be my sniper rifle so when stuff hits the fan I can just go up on top of the roof and just just wait you know um, and so so I you know I priced it all out and I figure okay this is how much it's gonna cost because it, it is a 20-inch, so it's going to be more expensive.
0: Mm.
1: Really hard to find one, but I found one because everything's out, you know. And that's she tells a family a family member about it, and they're like, well, I'll gift it to him, a, a full one um, for Christmas. And so I'm like, yeah, this is a good guy. I sent you a picture of it. It is, and I shot it the um, over Christmas Day, and I think it was Christmas Day. Yeah, Christmas Day, and it it is a, it is it's slightly off. The scope is slightly off. It's off. It's off to the left. But I took my brother-in-law and father-in-law out, and we I had two Tannerite things. One of them I don't know why it didn't explode. Like Did makes it good enough. Apparently that must be it. Because we hit that thing, and my father-in-law hit it, then I hit it, and they had like three or four bullet holes in it, you know, it took off the lid.
0: Were you backing out
1: Oh, yeah. 100 yards. Maybe you yeah. were too
0: too far back. So I think it's got to hit a certain velocity.
1: Right. Well, they always said about 100 yards. Okay. So, I was at 100 yards. Okay. Uh, well, roughly, you know, I right. walked it out. Um so, the other one was my brother-in-law's, and um, he was trying to hit it. He w- was getting right around it, right? Um, and so, I'm, I had the last round or last magazine of the day. So, I couldn't. I I know I hit the one because it dumped. So, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to mess with that. So, I'm trying to zero in on this one, and I'm figuring out, because this is the first time I've shot it, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm zeroing in. I'm like, okay, so it's a little more left, a little more left, you know. And then I shoot it. Boom, right? Explodes. I look down. Last bullet. It was the last round. And I hit that thing. Nice. Yeah, I'm like, I feel pretty good. <laughs> Exploded it. It was great. Nice. So, it was a pretty good gun. It's a heavy sucker. Like it's heavier than my other one. You want a Smith five hundred for free? No, if yeah. so. No. I don't. <laughs> no. One thousand. Blow off my hand. I got two. Why don't you go sell it at a gun shop? Don't want to give you. Going to make my blood boil right now. <laughs> they don't want to give you. Nowhere. D-
0: I bought that thing for fourteen hundred dollars. Okay. I love it. I bought the 838s eight, and then I bought a 6-inch because I was like, I wonder if, you know, the longer barrel was like, it's great to like check what I got, yeah. you know, it's, it's you know, and that's why I got it. It's for a it. talking I, point. I, exactly. I love the power I have a great gun. Oh yeah, well, you, do you have one? He <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> I love the power behind it. I love showing it off. It's that novelty gun that I'll never use. Right. You know, because if I do have to use that, I'm in Desperate times, desperate needs. To where if I have to resort to a five
1: hundred. you shoot one time and hurt yourself?
0: Yeah, like I'm I'm probably just gonna die. Because if I have to resort to the largest caliber pistol It's not like you know, maybe to stop an engine block, but even then, like I'm not gonna hunt with it. <laughs> There's a tank coming at me and I need the to... <laughs> Yeah, Smith 500. Yeah, I'm going through
1: my guns. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But really, like, there's so many other, a a plethora of weapons I have that would come first before that. Right. So if I had to resort to that, you know, but again, it's just a talking point. It's something I just love the power. I love the feeling of just having one of the most powerful hand production pistols, you know, in my hands. Right. It's just cool. Um, Plus, it's just, it's a gorgeous piece. I just love it. But I bought the six inch also, and I'm just like, I don't like this. Hmm. I, it's actually got more recoil than the eight three eighths, which is weird. Uh, and I just, just doesn't look as good. Hmm. So I went to uh, a gun shop. I'm gonna name them out, but I went to a gun shop down in Yuma, and I was like, hey. I like to just sell this so I can get something else, you know, just because I have no use for this. Right. I'm usually I don't sell guns, but I wanted to get a price just to see. And they're going to give me $400 for it. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I looked at the guy and said a colorful word, packed up my gun and left. Because I to me that's just disrespectful. Yeah. I, I'd rather have him just say, "Look, man, it's just not even worth it." You know, just just maybe try this place out, you know, instead of like kicking me in the balls and then trying yeah. to convince me that this is the best option.
1: No man. I, you should why don't you try um spray uh oh, it's not sprayes. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, on the cat in the back. Yeah. Man, that's that's who it was. I'm not saying it was them. Um Cabillas. That's where I got it from. <laughs> They're like, you guys sold me this piece of crap. Hey. Take it back. It's all right. It's just we usually give like an extra at least a hundred bucks for, like, if you buy another gun there.
0: Yeah, I just when it came to the six inch, you, you either you want the eight and three or you want the four inch. That four inch is beautiful. My father has the four inch. No. Yeah. And I would, I was like, you want to trade? He's like, definitely not, because four inch has less recoil than the eight three eighths. The six inch yeah. has the most. I know. That's what's weird about it. You expect the shorter barrel yeah, to have, have more. No, it felt it feels comfortable. It feels great. You know when you're on holstering. If you have to unholster it, it's a lot quicker than pulling out an extra four inches of barrel. Right. Four and three eighths inches of barrel. <laughs> you know. So it's just all around the four inches the best. Eight and three eighths is cool. Leaves a statement. I like that. You know. Six inch, throw it away. I just you know. Um, 83 is good for. Should sell it to Jack. <laughs> like this is the carry gun you need. <laughs> yeah, let <laughs> me see your 38 special, man. <laughs> Cause he's got a 38, right? No, he doesn't have nothing. Oh, that's right. No, I thought his dad did.
1: Oh, maybe. But why would he give the uh, ammo? Uh, that's true.
0: Yeah, I don't think. He uh, sorry, I got confused there for a second. Then. Yeah,
1: I think his friend, his dad's friend, mm-hmm. has the 38 special.
0: But yeah, so I went to Sprague's <laughs> and they just chipped me. Yeah. No. Which reasons why I hate, you know, there's only one reason why I hate gun stores. And that's because usually the guy behind the counter is usually a jerk. Yeah. And I hate that. We probably discussed this before. Yeah, but I think we have. Everyone behind most gun store counters is not friendly. They have like this chip on their shoulder like, I'm the, I'm better than you because I'm selling guns. Right. It's like, man, come on, be friendly and you're, you're also a salesman. You know, you should be friendly. You should be courteous. You should be um, presenting guns to me like like I'm a first-time buyer.
1: Right.
0: You know, because now you're intimidating that new buyer that wants to come in and purchase a gun for self-defense. You just turn them away. Right. You know, and I've had circumstances like that, and it's just like, look, this is what I'm buying. I know what I'm getting. Just give me the paperwork.
1: Run run my background already and just, you know. Well, and, like, there's... When I've gone into gun shops like I've had pretty good experiences like one down in Yuma the first gun I ever bought um was a great experience you know um went in there they had a gun that I wanted um they sold to me for under price because they just they didn't, the owner didn't want it so they sold under price I did go into um, Cabela's, and we bought a gun from Marika, her, her um, Glock 26. And the guy wanted to sell us a caliber, wanted to sell us a three eighty, And I'm like, no, we're specifically getting this gun so that we have the same caliber. Because mm. she likes my gun. She just feels like it's a little too big for her and so th- the 26 is the obvious choice because if she likes my gun but it's a little too big that's what the 26 is mm-hmm. you know and I didn't like the guy trying to like change our minds you know and I mean I can understand what he's saying it's a, a easier gun for ladies to use because it's a smaller caliber you know and all this but
0: You do that during the part of where you're looking at, not when you've finalized and made your decision. Yeah.
1: He should have said, what are you guys looking at? And if we would have said, we don't really know. We want to use it for this. He goes, okay, well, here are some guns that you might like. Mm. But when we went up there, I'm like, I want to look at the Glock 26. It's for my wife. And so that's what we want to look at. And he's like, well, you could look at these other ones. I was like, no, that's not what I asked you. I asked you, can we look at that? But... You know, Southwest, right? Right up the street from there is another one, and it's focused on um, rifles. Yeah, AR. Yeah, I've been there. Um, That guy was super nice. I don't uh, know how, if you've had... Actually, I have I've
0: really ever dealt with him. He was polite going in and going out, you know, but that was pretty much it.
1: Yeah, well, I went up there, and it was for my, my AR pistol. And I'm like, okay, I need these couple things. And then I, and he's like, okay, well, I got this, you know, and he, he helped me real fast. And then he's like, Hey, um, and I was going to, this is prior to me getting it right. I had ordered it, the upper. Um, and I just needed a couple little things for the, for the lower. And I'm like, in my mind, I've been doing all this research and I was going to get the stamp before I actually put it together. I was going to get a stamp. The, um, because it would be an SBR, right? Mm. Um, and that's when he told me about braces, right? Having a brace and you don't need to get the stamp at that point. And I'm like, cool, you know? Um, so but so I've had only, per, only time was that one time at Cabela's, and he wasn't a jerk. It was just like not Obnoxious. helpful. Obnoxious. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Southwest, mm-hmm. like those two, I don't mind throwing them on their bus.
0: <laughs> well, I've had some good experiences cause I bought a lot of guns from Spragues and you spent a lot of money there. Yeah. Uh, I've only bought two. Now I went up there once, I, four, four or oh. five, I think four. Cause I went up there once just to, cause my dad was picking up a gun and we went in there and I saw a gun just on a nice rack on the counter and I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. 20 minutes later, I left with (laughs) it. And my dad's holding his Tavor. I'm like, I got my VEPR 12 and I'm just like, how'd this happen? (laughs) What what happened? (laughs) (laughs) You know? Uh, So I've given them a lot of money. It's just like, I don't know, just this friendly, courteous feel, you know? Like when you go in there, you should, you know, I don't know. You should be welcoming for new buyers. Right. You know? and you're gonna get those customers that they know it all which they fairly many of them know a lot about guns Mm -hmm. you know so they know what they want but be there for the new buyers especially during this time
1: when there's a lot of new buyers
0: my i have family who are democrats and uh they became recent new buyers of a gun you know and uh I just feel like, you know, that's that's your first impression. When you walk into that gun store, you need a... f I wanna say a friendly environment. Like you need right. rainbows and stuff on the walls. No, no, no. Staff says it all. Right. You know? And when you educate them and friendly about it and show them that this is a tool and stuff, that opens their eyes more.
1: Right.
0: You know? Uh so yeah, just gun stores, I just wish they were more
1: Well, you know what? And that's one of the reasons why I really like front sight. If you're brand new, you are going to feel completely comfortable going through the course and coming out on the other side, like for Marika. So uh, to take her up there, it took some encouragement to have her go up there because she was shooting, right? Um, and then when we went up there, the way they treat you, because their whole purpose is... Is they say to change the the face of gun ownership in the sense of they want everyone to be pro 2a they want everyone to have a firearm to know how to use it and defend yourself like that's their purpose and so everything is designed so that that's the outcome and those instructors are so just great They teach you all the fundamentals. They walk you through the steps. Um, Those that need extra help, they focus on, you know. And it's just really, really good. And one of the things they talk about is not being drill instructors. They're not there to be a drill instructor. They're just there to be instructors. And so they are phenomenal. And so it doesn't feel like... Like, you feel like they're good. Like, in fact, um, at one point during the, the course, they take you out onto the, they have two ranges that you go on. You have the short range where you learn all the fundamentals and then the longer range um, where, you, uh, where you really hammer in, right? And while you're there, at, I think it's the first range, they, you know, show you some stuff and then in their instructor. So I didn't find this out till later because once you become part of Front site they actually, uh, open up instructor courses to you. So like anyone can become instructor. They just require, I think it's like you're there like two or three weeks a year to be, to, to do instructor but part of it is at any time, you have to be able to be called upon by either one of the other instructors, one of the students, or um, one of the upper guys that they come out on the, and you are to do everything that they ask you and do it perfect. So these guys, I mean, it, it's like both times, okay, So I've gone twice, both times, One of the instructors gets up there and they ask him, okay, I want you to put the bullet here. And bam, both times the instructor, different instructors, because they have like probably like 40 instructors, right? And both times those different instructors hit that target exactly what the guy asked for. And it's like, that's pretty impressive. Wow. And I don't know if they like hey, you're going to shoot this today, you know, so get ready. Or it's just like, okay, who wants to do it? You, okay. You know, but it, it's really impressive the way they they coordinate themselves and how they deal with the people, so. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I like that whole concept of like, we're not here to be drill sergeants. Right. We're not here to beat the fundamentals in your head because you don't retain a whole lot then. Mm-hmm. When it comes to building that foundation of learning about your firearm, you need an easy learning to keep it in your head so you can easily understand and know the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't want something pounding in your head because then you're fumbling around, you know, you're, you're probably going to forget something, you know. Um, once you've developed that and you're learning more of the stages of defense defensive shooting, Really learning that kind of stuff, and you need to be more fast-paced. You need to be more, you know, spot on with things, and a little bit more, I guess, uh, stricter drills. Mm -hmm. You know, then I can start seeing that a little bit more because then you have to start learning life and death situations. You know, Um, but you know that's that's good, and I wish. I think that that goes to the gun store thing. Because I think that's where they get that that mentality a little bit is like they have to have this very like stern kind of right you know and it's like no come on man you know so I, that make that's good I like that front sight yeah. um you've always spoke highly of that place
1: yeah I've I've been really <sighs> impressed like both times I gone there and um and in fact that I I spoke about it on Sunday and I had two people come up to me afterwards and they're like oh we might be interested in going up there you know you are like extra points well what it does is so like i, I looked up my account last night i have 22000 points wow and that's like stuff you can use like um you say like shirts yeah, jackets yeah it's you, apparel can you get ammo you can't get ammo with the points um but you can get um but who's line rentals? anyways the points don't matter exactly, but in this one they do. Um, but you can get like rentals, mm. you know. So like, I can rent a gun. Oh, down there you can yeah. actually—that's oh, pretty cool. Yeah, and they're they're usually all Glock Seventeens because they're the easiest, like, just for anyone to pick up and shoot. Mm. Um, and so, in fact, that's what my my father-in-law when he went with us, he rented there, and my dad always rents because uh, he has a a Glock Seventeen. But he figures I'll, I'll use theirs, you know, that way I'm not – because he's from California. He doesn't want to travel mm-hmm. across state lines with it and all that. Um, and so, yeah, so that's what it is. So you could get T-shirts. You can get um, their books. Their books are like 40 bucks, Um, So you can use your points for that. Um, you can get – we have a whole bunch of uh, silhouettes, you know, because they have – they're, they, they design their own. Mm -hmm. Um, and the reason why is because the guy that, that started it, that owns the company, he was a, uh, chiropractor. And so he's all, you know, he has medical training. Um, and he designed it because he, the ocular area, like that is one of the main areas. And then the uh, the cavity, the chest cavity. And so those are like all that he, he wants to focus on. Um, not so much, you know how other ones will have like zero in like here, this is points and all that. And so they don't do that. They just like, okay, this is your area, right? Mm. This is your area. And so they work on that. It's grouping in that area. And so, um, but so you could use that. Uh, I think it's belts, pants, you know, stuff like that, patches, patches, Whatever they have, um, but then I was looking at it, and I I have twenty Patriot memberships um, to sell, and twenty, um, what are they called? Um, going up there, just like courses, like oh okay, like cert, like, like classes. So twenty classes as well, and so, which I think I paid like two hundred bucks for that. Oh, well. mm-hmm. So I got my my membership and then for two hundred bucks I got all that. Nice. Yeah. So which I'm gonna charge people like a hundred bucks that way I can get my directorship. Which is like a thousand bucks.
0: Weren't you hesitant on that though? Wasn't there something about front sight you were like a little like well
1: yeah because like kind of not, I, like that fully cultish but you were kind of yeah. like this is kind of weird well okay so i did some research because i i try not to do anything with anything without like doing some research on it because i don't want to like like get into a cold like situation right mm-hmm. and so like if i ever work with people i try to vet them as best as possible Um, Anytime I I, like I look online for stuff like I'm researching, I try to like, okay, as I'm researching this, who is the person that is saying it so I understand what they're saying so I can understand why they're saying it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, like just for like ministry stuff, like I won't use certain websites because I know that they aren't biblical, like, they might have some good material, but they're not biblical themselves, so I don't trust their material. Um, And so, anyway, so I did some research on this, and the guy's, like, front sight down in southern Arizona. And I'm like, you know, I, w- I was just watching a video, and it was um on, like, cults, like, different cults. And he's like, Talking about this one in arizona and he's like yeah and front sight was down in this area too and they're kind of a cult and so i'm like That's all he said about it, so i'm researching like Front sight in arizona right nothing and so i on that video i commented i'm like hey um Could you send me any information about front sight in arizona nothing like you didn't respond to me and there wasn't, like, a lot of comments on the video. So I'm like, why wouldn't you, like, so... But he said,
0: he called it a what? A cult. Okay. Now, I want to make sure that yeah. you are like, saying so,
1: cult and not cult. No, not cult, like, C-O-L-T. Yeah. Cult, C-U-L-T. Um, so I'm like... Because we were talking about guns. So I want yeah, to yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm like, I don't understand it. And all the history I know of Front Sight... Is that they started, I believe, in California, because that's where he's from. Um, and they have a facility. They moved out to Nevada. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they bought, like, 500 acres. Um, they have a facility in Alaska, but it's not, like, you have to... It's very, like, small. And it's, like, barely... It's like uh, we have a gun range in Bows. It's like that. Mm -hmm. Like with a a building, you know, and you have to do certain things. You have to request certain things and they have to be doing it at certain times. Right. Like the one in Nevada is their big one and you can go anytime you want, except for all this pandemic stuff. Right. Um, And then they have one in the Eastern United States and it's the same thing at like Alaska. That's it. Like that's all. Um, And I'm like, what like there's nothing i know that there's some people that got ticked off at front sight and they sued him because so the guy what the guy wants is he wants a full like uh what's it called resort like and he sends you tons of stuff right and it's kind of a pyramid scheme sort of you if it's kind of it is well okay so this is
0: what it's like so wait wait is it one person tells two people and those two people tell three people
1: okay so check this out so you can if like you okay let's just take you okay right if you were to buy into it just straight buy into it never Mm -hmm. go you know you never went you just want to buy into it and then go it's like two thousand dollars Okay, to do a course. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are people that do that, especially rich people. They do that. They'll they'll buy these courses. Just go for the course and that's it. If you want to buy a membership, you're talking like $10,000. All right? But once you become a member, they give you discounts. So if you're, say you buy, like me, I'm a commander. Okay? Um, I didn't spend any money it was a gift someone my dad gifted it to me my dad um, He knew a guy and the guy sold him his commander for a hundred bucks Okay, so that guy had bought in but then over time uh, And this is what they did to me. They sent me something. And they're like hey for $200 uh, I was about 300 actually it's 295 Um we will give you so many Patriot memberships and so many uh, classes for 300 bucks. And if you buy that, right, you pay a little bit extra, like 100 bucks, we'll double it. And so that's what I did. So for about 400 bucks, I bought, I got 20 classes and 20 memberships and 22,000 points, right? And so that's what it is. So if I sold you one, say I sold you a Patriot membership, it's a hundred bucks, right? And so now you're into it and now they, they'll they contact you and say, hey, do you wanna b- upgrade to a commander? Here's how much it is and we'll do some other things. That's what happened with my dad. He was a commander. For five hundred bucks, he was able to get ten commanders, and he was bumped up to uh, director.
0: Right. No. Oh, your father's director. Yeah. Oh, he's not not a director.
1: He's got that title of yeah. director for. The yeah, team. and there's other ones above that, right?
0: It's just it's it's funny when you're like hundred bucks, they'll contact you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be ready. But, <laughs> you, but, know? you know.
1: But so okay, so that's how it works. So it's right. it's not a pyramid scheme in the sense of like.
0: I feel like it's just networking. Yeah, it's more but of that. It, it, it's going to be called the pyramid scheme. Yeah.
1: You, people are going to look at that and say, yeah, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Be, well, see, a pyramid scheme, what it really is is when you go, all right, I need more people under me so that pushes me higher. Mm-hmm. Right? That's actually not what's going on. You're whatever you're at. Right? And then you can get more people in, but the, that doesn't actually affect you. You know? Um, what they do is then they just come to you and say, Hey, do you want to move up? Like right now, um, they have a, a thing and they've been going on for about a year. It's the, um, it's the night you want to be a night level and the night level is like you have director and I think night is right above that and it's a thousand bucks and when you get it you get a bunch of stuff, but then you get, like, a gun. Like, and they get higher up. Like, so if you pay $300, you become a knight, right? And that's it. But if you pay $500, you get, like, the knight plus um, some ear protection and some eye protection, right? And then you get higher. And When you get to, like, $2,000, it's like you get two guns. And it's like, Okay, say the guns about 400 bucks. It's pistols, right? About 400. That's 800 bucks. Really, you're only spending at that point $1200. Right? Cuz you're getting two guns. Are they engraved? They have the the night logo on them on the, Oh, that that's I would say
0: That's close to maybe 800, 700, 700 yeah, So 800 I
1: mean, books. it's like you're, if you have money, it's like, "Oh yeah. You know, that's cool." Yeah, that's So like that he he liked it we we brought him up there he really liked it he became a director wow out, out really? of the gate really yeah because once you sign up that's when they start sending you that's when they emails. get you yeah so say i take you right. i don't give you don't buy a commander I, I just take you up there you do the class right as soon as you sign up cuz you have to actually log you know make an account and everything they start emailing you deals Will be like hey do you want to become a you know a commander or do you want to become a director or do you want to you know do this this is how much it's going to cost you and so if you wait around depending on you know you might get a really good deal like my my brother-in-law and my dad are both directors my brother-in-law spent i think it's like eight hundred dollars and he got three commanders right my dad waited five months or six months he became a director for $500 and he got 10 commanders Um, things. So he just waited and got a better di- better deal, right? And mm-hmm. so, you know, it's all about that. When they send you deals, you can say like, ah, you know, because I told Marika one time, I'm like, if they send this one like that, that's a director and I can get 10 commanders, I'm buying it. I don't care. Like, I'm not even consulting you. Like, I'm buying it because it's a really good deal. Right. You know, um, so it seems like when you when you buy into something, it's really it's a lot of it's just benefiting you. Yeah. And what's great about it. So I don't know if it's going to last forever. Right. But if I had if I was retired, my parents are going to do this. They've already told me if I if I was retired and didn't have anything to do, I could take a whole year. Right. This two weeks before December, before the first of the year. I call them up and I say, I want to come in two weeks, right? And every week after that, for the rest of the year, I call them two weeks out, right? Because the next week I call them, okay, the second week of January, I want to come in. That first week, I'm already there. I call them and I'm like, on the third week, you can do that for every single week for the rest of the year, for the rest of your life, if you wanted to. And what, just take classes? And just take classes. Wow. Because they're free. Once you become a member, every class is free. Wow. Now, you have to, say you go to the Pistol class, you have to go to Pistol 1, right? And you have to graduate that class in order to go to Pistol 2. Right. Right? But you can take that Pistol 1 as many times as you want until you get it. So, the first time I went, I passed. I graduated, right? So, but I went back because Marika went, her father-in-law went, or her father went. Um, and so, I did it again. My goal now, until she graduates, is to distinguish graduate that class.
0: Oh, she failed it by like one point, right? Yeah, five
1: points. One bullet. bullet. Missed by well, one, one bullet. Well, one bullet. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, but it was five points. Um and so, yeah, so, and then once you do that, you go to the next level, it's the same thing. You go until you graduate that course, and then you go to the next level, and there's like, there's like 10 courses per um, weapon. So, you, you have 10 for pistol, 10 for shotgun, 10 for rifle, and they deal with all different stuff. You get to the end of these things, and we're talking like jumping out of helicopters type of Stuff yeah like you're learning Military tactics at the end Of it but if you're just going And just want to like Refine your skills pistol One is perfect You know pistol two is like a little more fun Like you go through a kill house You know you do More hostage stuff you know You learn like shooting on the Knee shooting on the ground You know you learn those extra stuff uh, Which would be really good but if you just want to hone your skills in fact there were the first time I was there there was a group from Colorado it was a um, uh, principals they were all principals from different schools high schools middle schools and their district allowed them to carry the principals and all they had to do was every year go and get certified you know go through a course that is a national recognized course And that's so that's what they did. Every single year, they went out there, took Pistol 1. And they didn't have to graduate it because they got a certificate at the end. Now, they've been doing it for like three or four years, so they all graduated. But they just had to have that certificate that said they participated. And so, you know, so it was a really good, like, refresher and everything for them. And so...
0: Hmm. That's pretty
1: awesome. Yeah. So I... I think it's fantastic like um, and then like if you have the money you can get personalized courses because then you you know once you get into the higher ones like I think once you become a knight or higher then you get you can you get certificates that say that you can go and get like a personal pistol class you know or you can pay the money which is like Mm -hmm. $2,000 but I guess Donald Trump Jr is a member no kidding yeah good so, for him yeah um that's pretty
0: awesome it's feels does it feel good to be a part of an organization that's like
1: well you know what's really nice about it is like it's you go there and it's just fun see yeah. i i have a thing in my head right now
0: and i guess it's just this stigma for like groups like this when it comes to you know it's like that range staff they're just kind of they're jerks yeah you know, or they're just kinda like you know, they're not they're not the nicest of people. Right. Really. Just like how we're talking about with the gun store stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I feel like that's them. You know. Don't I'm playing Footsies, I'm playing footsies with you. You know. I, I got this mind in my head where you just got some people that are just not kind of impatient. They're like, uh oh, great, we have a crappy shooter, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you're telling me the complete opposite. Yeah. They're, they're not like this. They're really great guys and stuff. I guess you know I have I'd have to actually go there and witness this because you're you're painting a totally different picture than when I guess like than when I'm just kind of what I've dealt with with like indoor
1: ranges or well and a lot of these people they're like okay so the first time I we went right mm-hmm. we had four instructors three the first two days and then the fourth one came the last two days okay. The, one was a retired disc jockey That's what he used to do Another one was a retired pastor The girl who was the range master Okay, so she was She had gone through all the instructions And she was that. This was her last thing So, okay, there was There was five instructors Because one was in the background He never actually interacted with us because the girl that her going through it was her range master like at the end of it if she did well she would become a range master like she was i want to say 26 really yeah wow she was phenomenal like her her like whole demeanor was fan, just phenomenal like she was very intelligent, knew what she was talking about, was able to, um, she answered every question, and just had fun, like she was having fun. And so it's like, oh man, this is fun. The other two instructors, phenomenal. They were nice guys. Um, They had fun with it, you know. The other guy, he was kind of standoffish because his whole job was just to watch her. Mm. And so he wasn't there to interact with other people. Um, But even then you could ask him questions and he would like during the downtime and he would answer you like he would Explain things to you, but he always like pointed you back to her because he wanted to see how she would do so You know he was standoffish, but there was a purpose behind him then I think I told you this the the fourth guy or the one that was actually helping us he was uh, used to be a range master for the um California penal um, You know for like what your dad did corrections. Yeah for the correction. So he came over and that guy like I I credit him with Me being a better shot than I am than I was like the first two days I was going through and I was learning. I'm like, okay, like I know a little bit right i been out shooting and I'm I'm learning a lot and then we get to the end, right? And they start timing you, because they want you to to move faster, because they want a balance between accuracy and speed. And so they're helping you trying to find that your your niche, mm-hmm. right? And so he comes over, and I'm just like going so fast, and I'm missing the target. And we're talking at seven yards, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not very far. And I'm he comes over, he's like, "What's going on?" I'm like. I don't know I can't hear when the buzzer goes off like the second buzzer to let us know So I'm like so I'm trying to go as fast as I can to find out, you know, what that is he goes, okay You go as fast as you can get on target, right? Go through the whole thing because they have five steps um, He goes go through all of it get on target when the buzzer goes and then Don't fire like get it to the point where you're ready to fire, you know, so you press the trigger to that point, right? He's like, but don't fire. I will tap you on the shoulder and let you to let you know when that second buzzer goes off, right? So I go and I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting waiting. I'm just waiting there. And finally I feel him tap me. And he tells me, You are going so fast and you're on target. But by the time you pull that trigger, you're just speeding through. He's like go as fast as you can, like you've been doing, and then pause, take a breath, and shoot. That one thing completely changed like my ability to fire a pistol. Because then like, I could go fast and fire fast eventually to where I, I'm hitting my target at 15, 25 yards because of that instruction. And it was just like, that's nothing, right? Mm-hmm. But he saw it and understood what I needed, and he stepped in and was like, here it is. Nice. Yeah.
0: I like I like how you said there's like the disc jockey, <laughs> retired disc jockey, pastor, you know. You have all these people of different careers, different backgrounds, because yeah. that makes me happy. Because, you know, you get those group that's like, we're all prior service rangers, or special forces, and we're better. That's the attitude. Right. I hate that attitude. We're better than you. Right. Because, you know, you end up putting down the people who don't know what you're trying to teach, and they're trying to learn. That's that's when I'm like, I, I can't. This is just this is too stupid. Right. You know. Yeah, you're probably knowledgeable. You probably know your stuff, but because you're being a, a douche about it, you know, I just I just don't want to take part in it. Right. You know. Because you, it won't soak in my head better. Right. You know. Um. So you're you're making me like Front Sight more and more each time we discuss this. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. So I appreciate our Front Sight conversations. Well,
1: I haven't asked you. How was your Christmas?
0: It was good. Spent it with the family. Uh. Got some good gifts. I got <laughs> no gun stuff. Uh so it wasn't a good Christmas. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. No. Uh no, it was a fantastic Christmas. I like um I got uh a beard trimmer, as you can see, because I yeah. trimmed my beard down. And uh who did you get that from? <laughs> my parents. Oh, okay. that's they're, they're like, like, a little too old much. I think they were like telling me something. They're like, Hey, like your beard's <laughs> just too much, you gotta trim it. Uh I was like, Thanks, Mom. uh and then uh I got a George Foreman grill. A strange. Um, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, "Oh, who gave me that?" My parents did. You're I was like, like,
1: "Oh, why are you giving me this?" <laughs>
0: I can't shoot <laughs> something with this. <laughs> Noob target. <laughs> it's got some like weird steel plating in there. Uh, <laughs> you should have been like, "Is this rated for pistol or <laughs> rifle?" <laughs> I think maybe maybe nine mil. Uh, so, but I tested out the George Foreman grill. Actually, it's pretty good. You know, it's, it's right, different than it all the time. It cooks it so quick. Yeah, you know it's quick and easy. You want to steak or quick? Boom, five minutes, it's done. Yeah. You know, quick and easy, painless. Um, pretty cool. You do paninis. You do a lot of things with it. Mm-hmm. Pretty sweet. Uh, and my brother he got me a beard straightener because I like to grow my beard out long. Right. And
1: it's <laughs> the contradictory. It gift.
0: was like I was like, do I straighten my beard? Do I trim my beard? Like maybe I'll like I'll straighten my beard. Send some photos to my brother saying, hey, thanks for the beard straightener. You know, because my beard does get really bushy hmm. if I don't straighten it. Like, it just, you know, which isn't bad, but I just kind of like it for work. I yeah, like yeah, to yeah, be a little yeah. more presentable. And uh, I was like, maybe I'll straighten it one day, <laughs> take a bunch of photos, send it to my bro. Thanks for the straightener, bro. Next day, trim my beard. Thanks for the straightener, uh, beard trimmer, mom. You know, so it's just, <laughs> I'm like, trying to figure out what I want her to do. And then my fiance got me some, like, Beard stuff for my beard. I'm like, thanks, babe. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh. So she buys you a curler, <laughs> a beard curler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <give laughs> me, what <you> do do? <laughs> give me a few months, babe. <laughs> so no, it was it was a good Christmas. I had a good time and stuff. Um, I got a. You ever seen those like Doctor Squatch ads yeah, on yeah. Facebook? It was like organic soaps. I got a bunch of those because I'm really into that because I, I don't like a whole lot of things with chemicals in it. Yeah. You know, I'm just... Makes sense. And it just feels really good on the skin. Really good smell. I love the smell of that stuff. Um, I got three bars of it and it's just some pretty good stuff. I don't know if you are like that kind of stuff. I don't
1: care. Wait, yeah, like, like I
0: just... My Irish spring in my hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, See, I like... I, when it comes to hygiene with me, I like you know i'm not saying i'm like a high class like i need the best you know stuff but i'm like if it's like good for the skin good for the body i'll 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 take it you know and this was i want to give it a try and it was pretty good but my fiance ended up giving me this weird bar of soap i was like thanks babe but it was like infused with beer i'm like i think i'll go with my like bay rum (laughs) dr squatch soap
1: Hmm, that's interesting
0: um But it doesn't smell bad. It's it's like a giant block of soap, though. I'm like, thanks. Just cut it off. Yeah, I'm like, either you're telling me to look better, get me beard trimmers, and then, like, apparently I stink. You know, I'm like, thanks, everybody. You know.
1: So, and apparently I can't cook, so here's a George Foreman girl, too. Everyone knows, like. He really stinks, so we all have to get him something.
0: <laughs> he stinks, his beard sucks, and he can't cook, so just get him all this, guys. You yep. know, no, it was a great Christmas. I had a good time, and I everything was great. Beard trim was really good, it's a very expensive one, and it, it was able to trim up a lot of things. Up, uh, beard trainer was really nice. George Foreman grill was cool, works really perfect. Stuff's so mm-hmm. great, really cool. cool stuff. So, it was a good Christmas, you know. Um, got some gift cards. Took the fiance out to a nice dinner the day after. It's great.
1: Cool. So Where'd you go?
0: Went to the River Wall in Parker. Okay. In the casino. Um, which great restaurant, good steak, uh, good potatoes and stuff, like mashed potatoes, you know, or if you like one baked potato, good sides, you yeah. know. Good dessert. It was funny though. We went to the restaurant, right? We sit down and all the waiters and waitresses have face masks and face shields on. And which, by the way, is really hard to talk or listen to when they're talking. Oh, yeah. And so you're always kind of like, what? Like, you know, did you hear me Okay, with all that stuff on your face? Like, you know, and one guy, me and Brianna, we ordered some dessert and we're sitting there waiting for our dessert and stuff. And the waiter comes up and he goes, do you guys need any salt and pepper? I'm like, oh, no, no, we we already ate. We're just waiting for our dessert. And he goes, oh, but do you guys eat some salt and pepper? about to have cake, bud. I don't really need salt and pepper. He goes, so you guys don't need any? No, man, we're okay. We, we're, we're okay. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, we're good, man. We're good. We don't need any salt and pepper, man. He's like, okay. He walks away. I'm like,
1: this guy, I have nothing else to you do? You should ask him, like, how many people eat salt and pepper with their cake? Yeah. <laughs> I should have because I told him blatantly. I'm like, no, no, we, we just ordered dessert. That'd be weird. Yeah. It was just, it was like a little awkward. Do you like this apple pie? Oh, uh, it'd be better if it had pepper. Yeah. Well, it was
0: me and my fiance, and they put us in the largest booth. It was a horseshoe booth, but it, it'll fit like maybe eight people. Right. You know? And so you can't sit on one side of the horseshoe and the other. You know? So oh, yeah. me and her kind of like scooched into like where it kind of like, where shirts kind of curving around. So we can kind of like sit next to each other, but kind of like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just really awkward. I'm like, you guys have like these two people booths. There's still some open. You give us this biggest one, and you have some. Was cre- there a lot of people there? I mean, it was a little bit, but you know, not enough. For like, like the, we could be at a booth because like, I know okay. some of them do like spacing for seating. Right, right. No, there was like some that were available, hmm. and it was just like this is like an awkward experience. Steak was great. Everything was great, you know, but it was just like an awkward experience, Hmm. you know, and like they'll give you like a big basket of bread and butter, which is really cool, you know, Um, as a starter. And then we order our dessert. We still have the brat basket of bread and butter there. And then this guy comes over and he's like, you know, we get our dessert. The guy comes over and he's just, with a fresh basket of bread and he's like contemplating should i give him the basket of bread should i not did you see we're having our dessert man i don't think we need any more bread like common sense tells you like but he's like staying in front of our table just kind of like looking at his bread looking at the bread on our table i think they need more i'm like looking at him i'm like don't give us that man (laughs) just walk away Just, just walk away man like we don't need salt and pepper we don't need more bread just leave us alone <laughs> it was just it was just an awkward experience normally you don't have this i think they just got some new waiters and waitresses right but it was just awkward you know that's weird so yeah
1: and uh so that was my time at a steakhouse tell you what so up in havasu there is a great steakhouse that if next time she's down you guys want to have a real nice dinner mm-hmm. Go up there. It starts with an S. I would have to look it up. But it's on the island. Oh, is it next to Barley Bros? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is like the one right next door to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like you're going over and you go right to the brewery. Right. And then the steakhouse is the left. Okay. I've seen that. I've just never eaten yeah. there. It's good. Is it really? Oh, yeah. It's a, It's pretty expensive. Like they had one that was $65. Just one meal. $65. So I think mine was like 25 or something like that. Oh, dude. My bill over there, two ribeye steaks. I had a, uh, cause you have to pay.
0: It's like eight bucks for the sides, and all I got was a baked potato. You just throw a potato in the oven. <laughs> that right there in itself was eight bucks. Her mashed potatoes were like great, delicious. Yeah. That was were like they mashed bucks. potatoes with gravy, or were
1: they like just mashed potatoes. garlic?
0: You don't want you don't want gravy on these. It was good so it was just the way they were. Yeah, it the was garlic. like a garlicky kind of. Yeah, but there was I love other stuff too. But it didn't need anything else, just that. No salt and pepper. That <laughs> salt and pepper guy can get the hell out of here. Uh, but each, you know, it was 40 bucks for the steak. Uh, 8 bucks for each side almost. 6 to 8 bucks for each side. Mm-hmm. And I only got one side because I'm like, that's good enough for me. <laughs> you know, because it's getting pricey. And then it was like maybe 5 to 10 bucks for the dessert, which wasn't. I was like, that's cheap. Yeah. You know. Uh, in total, it came up to over 100 bucks, Like 110 about there. Mm-hmm. Uh, for two steaks, two sides. You know. And normally, they give you, like, a salad. But they didn't do that this time. So. But I was like, yeah. So, it's about the same price then.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Same price. Um, It's just really good. Like, it was a really good place. We're always looking for, like, restaurants that we could go to, like, for a date. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, we we would go back to that. That's good to know. Yeah, because Lake Havasu is a nice area, and you know,
0: for a nice little date night, it's kind right. of hard to go anywhere on here. And going into a blue water
1: resort and casino isn't like the yeah. And the then f- afterwards, you could walk along the river. Oh, that's true. You know, we when we did it, um, someone was watching the kids, and so like we were able to stay out late and where I really wanted to walk, but it was, like, getting real late at that point. It's like, oh, we, we got to get home, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's two young people. be really good. Nice. I got to take her out to that, then. That's yeah. um, a nice area to walk around, too, right by. It really is. Yeah. Um, um, Jim was telling me that on one of those sides of the bridge, there's still bullet holes from World War Two. Like, they never, because that bridge was over in England. That's right. Yeah. And there was a a plane that flew and was being shot at. There's bullet holes in the bridge, and they never, like, replaced those. I mean, when they brought them over here. They never fixed it up or anything.
0: That's weird. Yeah.
1: So, I'm like, next time I go. really true, though? I don't know. I guess it, it won't be underneath, so I'd be on the sides. Yeah. So I'm, I'm next time I go I wanna check it out. Hmm. But I don't wonder if Google has anything. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. I check on my phone but I, don't. Yeah, I check it's on my over phone. There. I check my phone, but it's it's too far. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask you. What's so this is a different topic. Okay. Um the last time we were we discussed, we I talked know about if, the Mandalorian. I, know, I, I knew you were gonna come to this. And um, I'm excited to talk about it. Okay, good. Cause yeah. we, so we took a Saturday. Yes. And we watched all of season one. We had a mandate. Yep, It was great. It was really good. <laughs> my, by the way, just because I told
0: my fiance, I was like, so me and Jeremiah, we had a bro date. She's like, a what? I'm like, let me explain it, babe. Me and Jeremiah, we just marathoned the first season of The Mandalorian. Me and him bought a, a good-sized pizza some snacks, Pepsi. It was great. Yeah. He's like, she was just kind of got a little jealous. I'm like, babe, are you, are you serious? Because <laughs> like, you don't do that stuff with me. I'm like, I'll watch Star Wars with you. <laughs> yeah, let's watch Mandalorian. She goes, do you have Disney Plus? I'm like, oh, sorry, babe. <laughs> steal your parents. Yeah, right?
1: Uh, But she, she was getting jealous a little bit. I'm like...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Seriously, though, you need to steal your parents' I do because I'm just watch it. I
0: know' cause I saw some spoilers for season two, and it was yeah, yeah, we'll give have another bro date, sure, <laughs> but okay, I, so' I just won't tell my fiance
1: um but yeah, you really do need to catch up and watch mm-hmm. the last because all of season two is out now, so good, yeah, you need to watch the whole thing because it it doesn't end on the cliffhanger, but it does end on. I want more. Really? Yeah. I
0: like that. I hate always cliffhangers because it's like, all right, what's the cliffhanger going to be now? Right. You know, I like to, so it leaves you satisfied. Yeah. But wanting more.
1: Right. That's awesome. That's exactly what this does. Like you go, oh. Like you in like, okay, so the end to me was, okay, this is a fulfillment of everything that we've been watching. And I want to know where the story goes next. Because it's like stuff happens and it and there, it like leaves a lot of like open ended questions, mm. and so that's why I'm like open ended questions is fine, but like yeah, it's not like
0: the cliffhanger off of season one. There wasn't one. Yeah,
1: I thought that was that dude at the end. No, I'm oh, sorry, that no, was no. season two. No, that Episode was season one. one. No, no, you're was... right. When he comes out of the um, the dark Okay, no, that was, yes. Yeah. Yes. I was talking, okay, no, I was
0: referencing season two, episode one. Okay. I remember we, we watched the first episode right. of season two.
1: Yeah, so at the end of season one, you have him coming out of the, the TIE Fighter with mm. the thing. That's not a cliffhanger. No. A cliffhanger would be more of like, oh, what's, what's going to happen yeah, next? Like yeah, like Mandalorian's hanging on to something. To your life. To be continued. <laughs> yeah. No, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a cool thing to, to leave
0: off mm-hmm. on that's basically how season two does cool no I'm fine with that um, because you're not like you're still left with like this great feeling you're like ah no. oh, he didn't die which I knew that wasn't going to happen anyways uh, but you're left also with like what the heck is that right you know uh, so no I like the way they're doing things it's so far it's it's been phenomenal I can't I can never say that word fantastic just you? That's my actually my favorite one. Fabulous, words. <laughs> fabulous. Okay, yeah. so what did you think of season one? So, watching season one, um, I'm gonna. I guess I'll take you from the very start, not from the very first episode. Just my first thoughts. Yeah, I don't like TV. I don't like TV shows. I don't like Hollywood. I don't like any of this stuff. It's just me. I just not a TV guy, you know. Um, but. I and I was kind of worried new Star Wars suck. Yeah. 789. Yeah, we've talked about it. I'm not going to keep beating a dead horse, but they suck. So going into this wasn't too excited. Man, was I so happy finishing that first episode. Mm. It was just it was so good. It was like being like so dehydrated, and then just getting out, know, just jumping into the ocean. I don't want to say the ocean because you, won't, you can't drink the ocean, but like just drink, just jumping into some a bunch of drinking water and just being just totally rejuvenated. Like it was just, oh dude, it was just wonderful. It was just a fantastic first episode. Uh, okay, so it the first episode for season one, fantastic opening. It was just all around awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, the opening sequence for it was just like. This guy's this guy's badass.
1: Yeah, where he cuts the guy in half. Yeah,
0: cuts the guy in half like that. That was so cool, and uh, just like this in his whole demeanor, and it stays all the way through. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't kind of break like his demeanor really. You know, he, he just pretty much falls through a quick maybe like a little witty thing here and there, like a you know a subtleness to where like you know this little funny side kind of comes out a little bit, but other than that, he stays the entire character through the whole first season.
1: Right.
0: And it's just really brilliant because you really really like this character. He's a mysterious character. He really is, you know, oh, yeah. because I like the idea of you can't see his face, you know, so you can't really this his voice and his personality with the suit combined make up this whole entire character. It leaves you wondering a bit, but it's just this badass character. And then even when you finally get to, spoilers, see his face. Mm -hmm. You're just like, oh. And the helmet goes back on. It makes sense, too. It does. It totally does. But, like, the helmet comes off. But it doesn't ruin the character for you. Mm -hmm. You're not like, I don't don't see him with the helmet on. But only, like, I I know what he looks like now. You know, that ruined it. No. Like, as soon as the helmet came back on. I immediately went back to The Mandalorian, the guy I was like just in awe of about how badass this guy is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that was so cool. Because it's like, you know, a perfect example of this is Kylo Ren. Awesome character. When you see him with the mask on, he's like this really mean, like, you're like, oh, this guy's crazy. Takes the mask off. Oh, dude, that nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 it ruined it. It ruined it. Mm-hmm. They picked the worst actor. To pe- play Kylo Ren, and and I mean, I guess he's probably a great guy. I'm just, nothing against his acting, the look of him is just bad. Uh, should have kept the mask on the entire time. Exactly, they should have. Um, but when he, every time he put the mask on, now I, all I saw was the actor. Right. And this one, I don't get that with Mandalorian, you know. And so it was like this awesome reveal, and it was like, oh my gosh. And as soon as he put the mask on, I was like, oh man, all right, he's back. He's, Mandalorian's back. Mm-hmm. And it was just really cool. And it was just a, a great first season. And it was, everything seven, eight, nine should have been. Directing, writing, storytelling, just everything. It just, it should have been everything that, the newer series should have been you know and especially with showing remnants of the old empire and bringing up this previous lore because they really didn't do that in 7 8 9 right they really didn't do that and this did justice for the series Mm -hmm. man talk like Dude, you saw me like we're, we're watching the this this show, and I'm like all these awesome, badass parts of the show. I look at you, I'm like, oh, and you're just like,
1: That's right. <laughs> I'm just I was like watching the I'm whole time. This st- <laughs> is
0: stoked, and like you saw me freak out some stuff. I'm like, yeah. no, no, you know, yeah, dude, it was, that was pretty awesome. You know, I saw I've seen some good TV shows, you know. Um, some that like leave you wondering, and you're just like, "Oh!" But nothing got me more pumped up than this show, yeah. just because it's 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 cool. The storytelling is just it's perfect for the lore of Star Wars. They right. did a just a fantastic job, and um, characters I I can't say enough. Just like, you know, the second episode, uh, first episode of the second season, they went on Tatooine. And you get this whole lore about, like, not this whole entire lore, but you get a lot of development for the Tusken Raiders. Yeah. And I just thought that was the coolest thing, and I was telling my father that, because, uh, like, you don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. Through all of one to six, you don't know anything about the Tusken Raiders, really. All you know is they shoot crappy guns, and they're on Tatooine, and they right. go, you know, that's all you know. Right. So it was really awesome revealing that. Mm -hmm. more about them a lot about them yeah you get a lot yeah or the um the uh creatures or characters that put han solo and carbonite those ones that are up there you learn more about them Mm -hmm. a lot more about them and you get attached to one of the characters and it hits you hard not spoiling anything he dies sorry (laughs) uh but it hits you hard it does you know and you're just like, oh, it hit Mandalorian hard too. You know, you could tell, you, you know, in the show. So it's just... It was a, it was a damn good show. Yeah. I... I, I was pretty pleased. Yeah. I, you, you want to watch
1: the second season right now? <laughs> hey, so... To me, two seasons, right? Mm-hmm. In season two... It has one poor episode. So in the whole one, I think that's the worst episode. It's episode two. So it's probably the the worst, and it's not like as bad as like some other one. Like okay, the tril- the sequel trilogy, right? It's like you have Last Jedi. Is like to me the worst of the worst like it's not Star Wars it's barely a movie right and then you have Rise of Skywalker mm. to me it's like Rise of Skywalker like it's it's uh, it's okay like it's it's fine really it's that yeah. bad yeah well I don't know if it's that bad but you know in the what's like to me the sequel trilogy mm. to me the first one's the best um of the sequel trilogy. Then you have Rise of Skywalker, which is down here. And then you have like Last Jedi like way over there. It's not even close. Like this would be like here. Oh, okay. Like it would be the second one. So if this is your standard of Star Wars, it would be the second one. And then you have like you know anyways. Um, the original trilogy, like up there, was there a reason why the second episode was like? Do you see any kind of like? It's just like development, like it's because it's serialized, so it's just like this. This is what would ha- this is what happens next, mm. you know. And it's a good story, like it's a like it's an interesting story. It's a more horror story, like get some horror in there. Um, and it's a, like playing to the original. I think his name's Ralph MacQuarie, like his artwork. So they bring that in and then like, and it gets you like introduced to some, it's like some more of the lore that's going on and like what's politically what's going on. You get some of that in there. Um, so it's not like a bad episode. It's just like when you put it in the two seasons, it just doesn't like, it's not on the, the level. Mm-hmm. And then the next one it's better, but still it's like, here's, when you go off of that first episode, it's like, Phew. oh, really? Yeah. And then it's like, okay, the next one's better. But then you get the last episodes. And, oh, my gosh. So there's a big difference.
0: So we got this great first episode of the second season to drops. I mean, it's not like the worst of episodes, but it's like, it's good, but it's not, like, great. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Okay, it's fine. Yeah. But then the third episode... It goes up a little bit more. So okay. it's still
1: not at episode one. But it goes back... It's starting to go back up. Huh. You get to episode four, and then the rest of them... Fantastic. Okay,
0: so it kind of steps out of the little hole, maybe. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because the fourth one is just phenomenal. Like, it's it's a return... There's Jedi. And it's, like, just this cool, like... It's just cool. Mm. Okay. And then the next one after that, uh, you get the return of someone. I want not say who. Um, you get a return of them. Mm-hmm. And then the, th- the seventh one. The seventh one is, it's a filler episode. It's definitely a filler episode, right? They don't need it. They really don't. But there's a scene in it that is so phenomenal it's probably one of the like it's done with Bill Burr okay who's a comedian it's such a great it's it's three people and it's so impactful because Burr is playing an ex-imperial sniper right and you learn some of his backstory and everything that he's talked up up to that point it hits you because it there's some ptsd there and and the stuff that happens is just like you have the mandalorian you have burr and then you have an imperial and all of them Burr's the one that talks the most and the imperial right the mandalorian just his movement tells you, like, like it's just, like, so much, right? I don't think he says any words in the whole time. And the two, of the, the other two talking, oh, my gosh, the Imperial. Imperial who? The, it's just a. Just uh, a stormtrooper? No, 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 no. Oh, like an officer. Oh, okay. And he is such a good bad guy. Like, such a good bad guy. It's like, oh, you just hate him. He's just so good, you know, and it's just an amazing thing. And then at the end, the, the, there's inter- uh-huh. Don't do I, that there's interaction. I'm not telling you anything, but there's interaction uh-huh. between Burr and the Mandalorian, and it's just like this cool, like moment. It's hilarious that they have this moment. It's not, it's it's supposed to be a, a funny moment, but it's funny because of the situation. It's,
0: the the way you're describing this, I feel like it's kind of like that Batman
1: episode. Know what I'm talking about? Oh, where they're all around the table. table? Yeah, it. I would say like if we're talking about like what are some of the greatest table discussion. Like it's up there, really. Yeah, I. Okay, okay, you remember in the original New Hope where they're or they're on the Death Star in the round, and that's just so iconic. I would say that it's not as that, that iconic because of everything that's going on. But as far as table scenes go it's right up there really because you just everything that you've already gone through like through the seasons mm-hmm. you get to this one point and you like when i first watched that episode with bill burr and he's i hated the character i'm like this kill the character i could care less
0: oh his character at yeah the, yeah
1: i mean like this character is horrible you get to that scene and all sudden, i'm like i love this character this character is so good he plays him so well and then at the end of the episode, you're you're rooting for him, because he's so like, you like it opens him up, and that's good. Like not just good Star Wars; it's good. Mm-hmm. writing they they leave you a bad taste
0: of his character in your mouth in the first season, mm-hmm. and then you see him in this second season, and you're
1: like, oh, it's this guy, and you're just like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, and so I. To me, Filoni, like mm-hmm. he, he introduces characters. Like perfect example is Ahsoka Tano. When she first comes out, horrible character, annoying, just pain. At the now, she's a phenomenal character, like just great. He has a way, and and maybe it's people around them, because I think Dave, not Dave Filoni, um, Favreau. Jon Favreau. I think he wrote most of it, but it, it's got to be like this. Uh, Floating had to have some influence here because he has a way of just bringing out character that just want, makes you want to root for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have that scene, and then you had the last episode of the season. And it's good until the end. And then the end, skyrockets it to fantastic. like Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you go from, oh, this is a good episode, to, holy crap, this is the best episode of the series. Wow. Just because of what happens at the end. I mean, the whole thing, just like, I love what they've done. Like, you want to talk about how this captures the original series? That, the final... 10 minutes, maybe I think all it is. Maybe 15. It captures the original and then makes you go, I better get more of this. Because don't tease me like this. You know. And not give me more of this. Because this is everything. In fact, there's a guy, um, Star Wars Theory, I think he, he is. He's a YouTuber. He cried at it because it was so fulfilling nice. what happens and it's just like this is this is like this is Star Wars like everything that you grew up in those original 3 episodes right 4 5 and 6 it's like this is my Star Wars this is what the the sequels should have been is this i mean it's just it's phenomenal so, boo! I got chills. Yeah. I <laughs> am Just talking and thinking yeah. about it. Seriously, um, I'm going to go watch it. Well. <laughs> just that last, like, part. Last, just fast forward it. Yeah.
0: I, I tell you what, man. Just all the characters I've seen, even, like, Bill Burr's character, like, you see him in the first season, and you're just like, oh, this guy, ah, I hope he dies, you know. And just, you hope he's just like a throwaway bad guy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, But even all these characters that you meet in this are just so unique and just so cool again even the throwaway ones mm-hmm. you know uh like the uh i want to call him a ar- the armorsmith the one that makes the 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 female mandalorian that's yeah. making the armor stuff such a unique character yeah yeah you still only see just a little bit but then like wow you know just from just her character you don't need this whole lore behind her. Just the character that you're just given is just this really cool character, mm-hmm. and it's just like whoa. And it's just the world the Mandalorian is around. Just I don't want to say it's a separate universe, but just the story in itself. Right, the Mandalorian, a f- phenomenal. Yeah, use the better word for it, fantastic. Piece of work.
1: Yeah. So, um, really is very, very, very and happy for it. it. does have its flaws, and there's little things that's like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Why would they do that? You know, and it's like, I, I can forgive that totally yeah. from what we've gotten. Oh, <laughs> the sequel truly, I can forgive a lot. Yeah, this is like a
0: five star restaurant. Yep, you know, even with you telling me like <laughs> that, that second episode of season two and, and the third episode, they're fine. I'm like, dude, to me that's just like that's like getting your salad at a five star restaurant. You yeah. get a salad from a five star restaurant, it's gonna be the same salad that you get at like, you know, McDonald's really. I mean, come on. Right. It's a salad, you know? But as long as it's not that like the uh
1: seven, eight, nine, right, I'm happy with it. Yeah, it's and then they I don't know if they did this on purpose. I'm sure they did. They take digs at seven, eight, and nine. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They they say twice, in the um, in the one with the first Jedi that they introduce, and one at the end, um, when they do at the at the very end, the last six, um, episode, they take digs, at seven, eight, and nine. Nice. Yeah, and I'm like, that's right. Like the what they say, what they say in that. Makes sense in the first six, you know, with the first six. It doesn't make sense what in seven, eight, and nine. Like what seven, eight, and nine did doesn't make sense with the others. But this makes sense with that all that, and it just like says, yeah, those other ones, yeah, they're crap. Like basically, Mm -hmm. so which I liked. I thought that that's my my problem with seven, eight, and nine is exactly what they mentioned, you know, so. Well, I'm excited to watch the I'm second season. I'm telling you, season. you should just tell your parents. Give me your passcode. I'm rather to do that. I'll, yeah, I'll probably do that this weekend. It. Yeah. And just watch it. Because I won't have time to sit down and watch it with you. Because I have to go to Yuma on Saturday, get some ammo. <laughs> but I have, to get, I have to get our cat, I have to get shots. Oh, that's right. Which that cat man? I almost killed it last night. Are you serious? Well, because it just okay it didn't pee anywhere? Did it? Oh, it has. Oh, yeah. so we have a squirt bottle now, and so it's been better. Nice. Um, but it. So we have to fatten it up, right? Because it has to go in at the end of um. January it has to go in and get fixed, and so. We have to, but we have to fatten it up. It's skin and bones, really, is what it was. So we've been feeding it, right? When it's hungry, we've been feeding it. Well, we overfed it. Oh, yeah, we've overfed it. And so we're trying to cut back and only feed them three times a day and be more in line with what... Because they're only supposed to eat, like, I think, no more than, like, six ounces of food, which is, like, a can. One mm. can. So... But man, because we had already conditioned it to eat whenever it wanted to, it meows all the time. And so two o'clock in the morning, it wakes up and wants to eat. And I'm just like, shut up. Cause he sleeps right next to me. Cause we have a crate Mm -hmm. right here and he's just meowing. I'm like, I'm going to kill this cat. I went out and slept on the couch, on the little couch. (laughs) <laughs> which was very awkward. Oh man, I would. Yeah, Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem is, is I don't want it to pee. Uh, true. You know, and so that's why I told I told her actually. She's like, because I took the cat. It was in her bed. Mm. I took it, and I'm like, she's she says, "Well, why can't he sleep with me?" I said, "Well, when he's potty trained, he can sleep wherever he wants. I don't care. But until he's potty trained, I don't want him." Roaming the house Because then we have no idea Like we We know of a spot That he likes to go and pee Because he's done it twice The tree was there The Our um, Christmas tree And so that's why We figured he went over there And we're trying to condition him Not to And go to the potty And so We take him to the potty You know Regularly yeah. And he does go You know oh. But Like Until he can do that Without this being on them, am not going to do it. We only had the cat for a week yeah. and a couple days, you know? And, like, yeah, he's got So, and then Saturday, the door was left open and we couldn't find the cat anywhere.
0: Miracle's telling me about this.
1: Did she? Yeah, she's like, We thought we lost the cat. And she's like, yeah. I wouldn't mind at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she She's actually the least, like, really i don't care about the cat wow yeah and you're still attached to it right well i was i'm like what am i going to tell these people like because we're technically fostering this cat oh i'm like we lost this cat and what am i going to tell them (laughs) them. they took the time out that day to go yeah (laughs) so i'm like i they're gonna be like we're never letting you adopt from us again like you lost the cat and so, it was on the freaking chair. It was underneath our dining room table on a chair. Just sitting there. Well, I'm like, I was in my pajamas with my, my slippers on, walking the the outside, looking for it. Dumb cat. So, and, but good. it's starting to play. Like, nice. finally. So, that's nice. Does it still like you a lot? Oh, no. It, it likes me when I feed it. Whatever. So, who does it like? It doesn't really like anyone. <laughs> like it doesn't, well, it doesn't. Does that like, make you happy though? At yeah. least it doesn't like anybody. Exactly. If it can't, if it, I, if it doesn't like, like me. Being, it won't like anybody. Well, it doesn't like being picked up. <clears throat> it likes to be on the mm-hmm. ground or wherever it lays. Right. Because it lays in front of our little heater, which is like our little fireplace, and then it gets up on the couch and sits on the top. And those are its two main spots. But if it's picked up it does not like being on its back like like a baby um but it will sit like in elizabeth's bed it'll sit there for an hour you know with elizabeth um so as long as it's not picked up it likes to just lay there like you could lay next to it and pet it and it's fine as soon as you pick it up it meows and it's like don't hold me so it's not that kind of cat uh but I have a seven-minute video on my phone of it playing with this little thing that we bought where it just has, like, balls going around in circles. Mm -hmm. And I have a seven-minute video of it playing with it because I'm like, this is the first time this cat's done this. I want to see how long it lasts. Played with it for almost eight minutes. Wow. Yeah, so I'm like, eh. So are you a cat person now? No. No. No? But... I still like my dogs. <laughs> Dodger comes over today. I'm sitting on the ground, and he comes over to me, and I'm like, "Oh, hey!" And I start scratching him because he just sits right like up, and so I'm scratching his chest, and I stop. And he grabs me, pulls me to his chest. I start scratch. He did. The, I stopped like three or four times. Every single time, he grabbed my hand, pulled me over to his chest, and so I would scratch. Him. It's really funny. Nice. He's like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, I'm your dog. Like, <laughs> scratch me. Giving too much attention to the cat. Yeah. Like, love me for once. Yeah. So. Nice. He's funny.
0: <sighs> oh. Well. Christmas is done. Almost is the new year. Here comes. 2021. <laughs> 2021. Almost screwed it up. Um... And we'll see how 2020 does when
1: it turns 21. Yep. Because now 2020 can drink. Is it going to be a drunk? Yeah. Or is it going to fly straight? Yeah. I guess
0: we'll see. Yeah. Well, you have anything else? No. Nope. All right. Well, I guess... It's nice to have a fun podcast. Where yeah, I did politics. like politics. I don't know. I like this. This was nice. Yeah. Um, but I guess on that note, we'll end it here. Guys, thank you so much for watching this episode. Um, of the not so famous podcast hopefully you guys liked it if you guys did make sure you guys please leave a like um and subscribe yes
1: hit the well however wherever you guys are kind of you know what i know Uh, i just found out if you guys comment it's better for people finding out about us it's something with the algorithm of youtube oh really yeah so it's better to comment something than nothing yeah so you guys suck you guys did great whatever just
0: leave a comment um but no matter if you guys find us on facebook if you guys happen to find us on youtube hit the thumbs up button hit the like button and if you guys want to watch more if you guys are watching this on youtube hit the subscribe button also leave a comment leave a comment on kind of like what kind of talks do you guys like us to talk about you guys like us to talk about politics gun talks nerd mandalorian tv show talks i don't know Leave, leave a comment on what your guys' thoughts are on this And, uh, yeah, so on that note, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Good morning, Sunday morning. starting now, Jeremiah. When you're reviewing this video here, this is it. Okay. That way, when you're going through, you're like, where is Gabe being an idiot at?
1: I can't find it. Yeah. it's all of it. Yeah. Shut up.
0: <laughs> all right. Oh, I gotta. Whew. Yeah. I got this, Gabe. All right. You yeah, keep that in. Don't keep that in. Yeah, I will. At the end. I hate you so much. Um. All right.